I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It will be a fight. And there'll be a lot of death, unfortunately. It will be a fight we will win. But a lot less death. But there will be death. People should be actually kept out of the country for at least 28 days. America is not prepared. G'day ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Butterfield Effect, this podcast which answers many questions, asks several questions and then basically gives opinions on shit where I have no education on the subject. But you know what? Opinions are like assholes. Sometimes they smell, sometimes they're not that bad. Ladies and gentlemen, on today's show, we have an amazing guest. One of my very good friends in the game of the old uh, YouTubes and social medias and uh, an all-around great guy. He's been on before. He's a lovely man. And I thought it would be great to really focus on a lot of different subjects, not just about the man uh, that, that, that likes to do things at male brothels, but uh, just look into the life of who this bloke is and what he's been up to and some of the amazing things that he's doing at the moment. And ladies and gentlemen, I think you will thoroughly enjoy this podcast because I certainly did. And here is the man himself. Please, mate, welcome back to the show, Willem Powerfish. Welcome. Can you hear me? No, you have to join. Hang on, your audio is connecting. I, I should be able to hear you now. Say words. Hello? Hello. Hey. Hey, what's happening? How are you? Good, you big masked bandit. What's happening? What are you doing? Where are you? Um, this looks like an ISIS video. You've got nothing in the background. It's just a man in a mask. You look like you're about to demand something. I'm, so, I'm, currently, um, I'm currently just sitting at home and um, I woke up about an hour ago. Um, and yeah, and then I got a phone call from you and I was like, oh, okay, all right, yeah, all right. Well, so, I've been trying to chase a few people. I hope you don't, you don't mind I'm wearing the mask. It's I, it just, I don't know, I just thought I'd wear the mask. Yeah, that's okay. Um, that are right? you going to keep it on for the entire thing? 100%. Okay, fair enough. So uh, <laughs> what? where did that mask come from? Why do you wear that? Is it a gimp mask? What type of mask is it? Is it like... It's a, it's similar to the mask in um in the Watchmen that movie. Yeah, look, I really have no idea. I just after the first jetty session we did, um, I thought the next one, hey, I've got to wear something ridiculous, um, and I thought let's just take the piss. So I went to BCF. And I just bought, you know, obviously it's rash in the trady undies and. This mask was there. I'm like, I'm fucking wearing that. And How then my was mate that was like, I can't wear that. Yeah, he's like, don't wear that. And I was like, no, nah, I'm wearing it, dude. And um, it just kind of went like that. Like, this is still the original mask and the original rash shirt. Oh, it um, was, it the original would smell. Movie. It would smell of chalk. I haven't washed them one. It smells of men. men. A lot of men. <laughs> How's filming going? Are you, are you able to get out into the community? I know you're up there and uh, on the border of Queensland and New South Wales, but are you able to film at the moment? Look, I really don't fucking know. I don't know the rules. I don't want to know the rules. Um, I'm just taking it day by day and thank fuck I don't live in Victoria. Um, oh, mate, it is a shithole down there at the moment. It's yeah, I don't really know what's going on there. Conspiracy theories, fucking... We'll never know the truth, unfortunately, of what actually is going on, I, I think. Um, if, if, if Willem Powerfish had to come up with a conspiracy theory about what's happening in Victoria right now, what would it be? What are they hiding? I don't know. I really, I don't know. Are they importing, you know, blokes? Are they import, importing chooks? And they're trying to, you know, not let people see what's the real picture here? I don't know. Are I they really trying to know. genetically engineer a bloke chook? A chook bloke? Or blokes with already chooks? Half man. Half man, half chook. What half is what? 
Like, do chooks have big cocks or no big cocks? Zero cocks. I've never seen a, a chicken's penis, so I really have no idea. Do they have a penis? Well, I'm going to Google it right now on my computer. Um, but I've never seen a chicken's penis. Well, it'd be a rooster's penis, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think so. You're looking good. Have you been working out or what? I've actually been on the treadmill um, trying to get back in there and uh, shed some weight. Um, I guess we can share this photo. Hang on. Let me uh, open her up, so to speak. What is this bunker you're delving yourself into in the background? This is the bunker. This is where we've been hiding this entire... Um, this entire... Uh, a shitty game. bunker. Look at the computer. It's an oh, IBM piece of shit. Yeah, Look at the bed. <laughs> You're in that prison. Is, that is a Sealy Prostrapudic, and that is the original MacBook that was built by Steve Jobs, and it's full of porn that Steve Jobs watched and made, allegedly. <laughs> All right. Welcome, Powerfish. Yes. To Bitchin' Chickens. Oh, wow. <laughs> Rooster naughty bits explained. Yeah, with oh, look, they're actually chooks on chooks right there. Rooster <laughs> on rooster. It's actually doing it. That is, wow. that is chook on chook action right there. That's pretty dominant right there. Now, I don't know why people, three people have commented on this, but we'll find out. When I was in grade eight, I checked out the book, Everybody Wanted, Everything You Wanted to Know About Sex, but were too afraid to ask from my junior high school. Long before the advent of the internet, it was a serendipitous way of teenagers could get the lowdown without asking our parents. So are we ready for the actual diagram? Yeah, give me a look. Okay, so that's a rooster on top. What the fuck oh, is going on there? Like, what is this? Yeah. What's an upside down asparagus? That is really weird, man. Why do they have blue balls? I don't know. I like it. <laughs> Sperm tubes. Oh, yeah. So there is. Yeah, okay, okay. So hang on. The rooster is the male, obviously, because you can't get female roosters. No, because that would be a chicken. Nah. Yeah, that's right. So, okay. Yeah, I get it now. So chickens are just females. Okay. Well, how about this? Um, for everyone, uh, my, my mouse is frozen, but brand new fucking Apple mouse. Oh, look at that. 97% of bird species lack a penis. Lack a penis. I was just about to say that. You fucking ruined it for yeah. me. Uh, yeah. Despite being called cocks in many countries, they actually don't have one. Holy dooly, ladies and gentlemen. We have cracked the code. What is that? That's a rooster's penis. <laughs> Can we show this on the internet? Like, is this, should we upload yeah. this particular part Doesn't of the video to um, Pornhub? So, oh, I don't want to go down. To I'm not going down here. Because down here, I think that is a rooster's behind. Yeah, give me a look. No, I can't. What do you mean? Because I can't. Because we'll be, we'll be kicked off YouTube. Oh, don't be frigid. Give I'm me a look frigid. at the dog. YouTube, um, <laughs> fucking Susan Wozniacki, who's the, the president of YouTube, won't allow it. Oh, what a dog. I'm stopping the sharing. And now I've got glasses on. Hang on. I'll, um, I'll look at it myself. Oh. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I didn't know you needed glasses, eh? You four-eyed motherfucker. I, I don't, didn't know that. I don't, but they got, they got me at fucking um, Specsaver. So I wear them occasionally to justify the $500 I spent on the fucking things. Uh, um, hang on. I'll send... I've just taken a photo on my phone and I will send you the photo... Of the um, of the ducks. Oh, it's a duck's penis now we're looking at. Oh, yeah. Give me a look. I just sent it to you. Should be with you, with you in a moment. Oh, it's got roost. Oh! Holy shit, ladies and gentlemen. Get on to Bitch and Chickens and have a look at this. Bitch and Chickens. Have you received the photo? Yeah, it's just got it. Hang on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. So that's a duck's penis. Yeah, the, the duck. Is that? Yeah, the duck's penis is long and it is a corkscrew shape um, from my many years of research. And apparently, like, it's because the duck's vagina is like a cavernous um, maze. 
the duck's penis has to like make its way through because apparently like rape is really common in the duck community. Like I know you see those little ducks and they're swimming on the surface and looking all cute, but really when they're chasing bread at the pond, all they're thinking about, all they have on their mind is rape. They are filthy, dirty creatures, powerfish. Let me tell you that. Fish and chickens. Oh, wow. Okay. So yeah, they cut the, the testicles and the penis out and they're showing us. Yeah. Probably unnecessary. Ooh, fucking heavy, man. Oh, here's the comment. Oh, well, let's move on from the chickens and the chooks. Uh, hang on. Let me just give you the comment section. This is from Tim in uh, April the 2nd, 2020, 2020. This is great. We should all learn more about chicken sex. From Kate on April the 3rd. Wow, just wow. Nature is fascinating as it is as is sex. Another great article, says Elizabeth Borrow. It's crazy. Anyone would ever want to castrate these birds. I'm curious why my rooster was only mounting them for a second and then it was done. This explained this question for me. Yeah, well, fuck. There you go. So the, you next time, learn. the next time you throw a chook in the water, you need to understand that that chook has a story. Oh, of course. <laughs> so, um, what's uh, enough about me? Let's talk about you. Well, I've had an interesting morning. I um, I received a DM from a young lady who's a part of a, a feminist Facebook page called Tea Time. Um, oh, yeah, Tea Time. Tea Time, uh, where they talk basically about how bad men are. And uh, mm. there was a few people very upset including one young lady who said she went to school with upset at me because I made these feminine, feminine, she, (laughs) little Dixon in the background. Um, She, uh, this, this young chick and she was, she lived in the um, commission homes near where I grew up. uh, Pretty Mm -hmm. dodgy family. And uh, as Claire just said, uh, she uh, come out of the womb with a monster hat on, like they're mad bogans, these people. And, um, Anyway, she said that uh, Butterfield, bad person, because I made these these feminine, not feminist T-shirts, and they're all sold out now. People obviously enjoyed them. Uh, made them for yeah. they're, they're, they're females. Yeah, yeah. I've never done that before. And a lot of the girls was like, come on, you've got to make T-shirts for us. Uh, and I did. Yeah. And they sold out, which was wonderful. And thank you for that. Uh, but yeah, these chicks were like, nah, this bloke, I went to school with him. He always got rejected by girls and now he's just mad at girls. I know, I know. I'm being bullied on the internet by a group of feminists. So um, that's what's happening with me, Willem. It's fucking... Look, I think that... I don't even think that's a big deal. I think you can just tell them to fuck off. No, but this is the thing. You can't tell them to fuck off because you can't get into their group because they ask all these questions to try and work out if you're going in there as a spy. Oh, you need to infiltrate it. Yeah, you need someone to go undercover. And I so, think I'm the man for it. You think you're I think the man? I, could, I think I could infiltrate that flatty hole, mate. I think I could get fucking deep. How would you get in there? You'd have to come up with a name. No, I've got a mate that's a hacker. I could hack my way in there, mate. <laughs> I'll hack the fuck out of that fucking thing. <laughs> fuck. um, People, I, I, look, I, look, I understand, but the way we are today, and I think it's all because of the internet, we are so sensitive and everyone is a fucking professional and everyone is a fucking, it's just a fuck fest, mate. It's fucking, you know, you can't open your mouth without having something coming back at you. You know, it's just, I don't well, know. I mean, you have everyone on the internet is a political expert, is a medical expert. And I'm, I'm open with what, with my uh, opinions on things, but I'm also open with the fact that I don't know what I'm talking about. You know, I don't even yeah. have a university degree. I barely passed year 12. You know what I mean? Like, but you, this is the thing. This is the thing. This is the internet. You don't have to. Yeah. The internet's a fucking lie. I've got, I've got so many fake profiles under different names from just different people. And I just go around talking shit. Who are you? Like, hey, it's the internet. Who are you faking? Who are you pretending to be? Whoever I want. Would you, would you ever come out with yeah, another yeah. character? I think you should come yeah. out with another character. Like, you know how Matty Johns had Reg Reagan, but he also had Trent the Flight Steward? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, look, I, I, I got Bluey. Bluey from work sessions. Bluey's just a, a, a young gentleman that got caught up in some bad stuff and ended up in the pen. And um, he's back out at the moment, but he, he's meant to be heading back. And he's just looking for work, the poor bloke. And everywhere he goes, he seems to cause himself a mischief. You know, but he's a, he is, he's a kind hearted bloke. And, um, 
that that's it. that's just him and i really want to do more with the the work sessions and um you know just be that bloke that because there are blokes like that that go out there and they're going on to job sites and everything they touch they just fuck you know they can't do one thing right and that's not their fault they don't know any better you know what i mean that's just them that was me mate. I, I, love- I was so piss poor on building sites i, I just don't have a create like I cannot create things. I cannot build things. I'm just hopeless with that shit. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm the same. So like Ikea, flat pack stuff, you can't do it? Oh, no. Well, my shelf in the background and all this behind me, that was all Ikea, even that fridge. Um, oh, wow. I put, I put that together. Um, but, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, sometimes you get it right. Other times there's shit from Ikea that's just ho- like horrible and you just like is this the right instruction manual for this particular piece of shit well it was only a hundred dollars oh my god i wish i spent 400 and got something already built but these are the things that keep us awake at night will and powerfish i um but i'm glad you 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 know you're venturing out and making other characters but how how's the real going how are you going how are you going during lockdown it's not even lockdown for me mate you know it's right yeah now well i'm in new south wales but, you know, I live on the border, so I can still travel into Queensland. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, you know, I, fuck, I just, it's the same for me. It's not, nothing's changed. I'm very fortunate to, to be where I am, I think. 100%. Well, nothing really has changed in New South Wales either. I mean, at the moment, I, I can go wherever I want. The gym's open, uh, the football's mm. open, all that shit. You have to wear a face mask at the gym? No. Nah, fuck no. No? Okay. I don't. Do you? Well, no. If I, I don't go to the gym. I've got my own gym here in my house, mate. I, I thought you were go going to the gym. I thought you were training more. Yeah, I did. I started and then that COVID stuff happened. They shut it down. I paid my yearly membership up front. Then the dog's fucking COVID come along. Shut the gym down. Can't contact the gym. I want my fucking money back. Is right? the gym still shut? Yeah. Fuck. Where's me fucking money, you dogs? Fuck that. That's why I went to fucking Rebel Sport. I bought me a rowing machine. I bought me a treadmill. I bought me a chook caster. And I fucking got it all in my garage. And whenever I want to work the fuck out, I go in there and I get it done. I don't have to fucking worry about roid heads looking at themselves in the fucking mirror. Chicks fucking thinking that you're looking at their fucking art. I'm not interested in these fucking chicks. I look at the blokes, not the chicks. But the chicks have... Not all of them, but 99.9% of the ones at the gym have... Ugh, they got something fucking going on, eh? Yeah, Fuck. there's. Uh, I think there's a direct correlation with mental health disorders and uh, being a whore on OnlyFans and Instagram. Oh. But anyway, hey, look, about, hey, OnlyFans, they make big money, so I can understand, right? Why you would you would show your tits or whatever? I can understand it. It's big money. Money's money. You know, is it a job? I don't know. You get uh, paid for it. I mean, so I, I get why they say it's a job because you're making money, right? But, you know, you're not getting up at five o'clock every morning, busting your ass until four in the afternoon, having an hour off for smoke or on lunch or whatever. Like, that's a job. I, I, mm. I work hard at my job, but it's not like a normal job. I mean, you're the no, same. No, 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 no. But you just said it's a job, so it's a job. Yeah, but... Yeah, job is job. Mean, for people paying $5 a month, doing that once a day... Sure, it's a job, but it's not a career, Willem. And I think that's where the difference is. Because if, if my kids found out that, hey, back in the day, their dad was a, uh, was a comedian on YouTube and he had, you know, 1.5 million subscribers and he was a mad dog and et cetera, et cetera, sold his merch and talked to Willem Powerfish as he vaped. I didn't know you vaped. And- Flatty juice. <laughs> Flatty It is. It is. We're actually coming out with the liquid flatty juice. So it's actually, it's actually the flatty juice. It's um, extracted from the ball sack of a three metery into liquid form, which is the vape and you smoke it. This is, we're actually trialing right now. So what does it taste like? What's the tang? It tastes like fatty balls. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I understand where you're coming from, but if someone said to me, hey, Powerfish, show your fucking whole body on the internet every month, I'm going to chuck your fucking hundred grand. Would I do it? Fucking oath. Why don't you do it? 
because no, I've got kids that follow me. Yeah, but they don't have to join it. A lot of nah, people do. Nah, nah. A lot of people nah, have, nah. Um, like, you know, your mate, uh, I think his name's, uh, is it uh, Luke Derwin or Irwin or something? The, um, oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, he's, I've seen his dick many times. Yeah, he's, um, he's doing well with himself, you know, going from boxing people in the streets to boxing his missus' cervix. Doing real well, mate. <laughs> Look, I think that his whole content kind of changed. I think when he went to jail or something and then he wasn't allowed to go out and, you know, cause a mischief in the public anymore. And he had to go a different direction to, to, to make money, which is fair enough because fuck, no one wants to go get a job. Um, no. And I think it's great because anytime I can log on there and I can see his cock. You know? Yeah, no, I think he's doing really well for himself, particularly someone from his part of the world, you know, going out there and having a job is actually quite unheard of. But um, he, he wants to fight me. People have been sending me messages. Listen, I'm not going to bash a sex worker. That's not who I am. <laughs> That's I don't know. Hey, like, let's be honest here. Um, you can do it for charity. Yeah, you know. But at the same time, I think that, look, I think that, um, I don't know what what are the what are the statistics here? Who's bigger? Who's not? I don't know. But do you, oh, there's no do doubt that I'm bigger, I'm better, uh, and I would destroy this man. But here's the issue: I always look down upon YouTubers who have fights, and I just I just can't see myself talking yeah. shit about it for years and then going and doing it myself. All it is is a cry for a, a cry for help from a young man whose career is dwindling. That's all it is. His career's mm. fading away. He's now rooting his fucking gross misses on OnlyFans. And I just, I can just Isn't see... He, it. I, I don't know, because the last time, I think my mate, actually Jacob Noble, the fucking little bluefin dog, signed up to it. And he sent me screenshots of... There was one where he was fucking a cake, and then there was another one. There wasn't no actual, like, it's not full frontal kind of stuff with her or him, like... Oh, yeah, for him, you can see his dick. But for her, I think it's more of like a tease. Right. Um, so why so would you buy really... it? Well, you have to buy to see. But the thing is, how do these people... I don't understand this. It's like, okay, if I want to fucking jack off, I'll go on the internet. Yeah. Right? It's for free. It's for free, okay? Now, if I, were, if I want to jack off over Luke Irwin or his missus or whatever, I'd first hit up people and say, hey, have you got the OnlyFans? Send me some, send me some stuff. Instead of paying, like... This is how I'm confused how these people make money Look, because it gets leaked. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if I had it, I could be, you could be like, oi, hit us up. You had a new post out on OnlyFans? Yeah, send it to me. No worries, send it to you. So how do you protect that from, you know, potentially oh, mate, you losing? I just, I feel sorry for his future kids. You know, I, I, I mean, like, you know, oh, dad was in jail for doing pranks. Oh my God. And now, oh, look, everyone can see me dad's dick on the internet. Like, come on, mate. Think about your poor little future freaks. Think about them. Will somebody think of the children power fish? Oh, look, it's, yeah. It wasn't, I think it was, uh, what was it, a few weeks or they had a, it was a fake breakup or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was this thing and, um, around, she was saying he was abusing her and all this shit. I was like, yeah. Like, turned out to be fake. Yeah, that was pretty full on, man. That was, um, yeah, that was pretty crazy, but, Look, they're gonna do what they want to do, and oh, they've still got people that love them. And oh, for sure. You know. And and you know, I'll talk shit and all that type of stuff. And um, I don't have any ill will to these people. I just like talking shit about people. But um, I know he posted this thing saying, "Oh, he was calling me out." And you go through, or well, after the um, after the Christchurch uh, thing, oh, um, that everyone came out and was very angry at me. He posted it, reposted it and said, this piece of shit did this, this and this. And that was the first time I sort of took notice of what he was doing for a long time. And, and because yeah. I, used to be, I used to be pretty cool with him. I, I was like, hey, man, you know, hey, you're doing your thing and all this type of stuff. I even hit him up once and I said, have you heard any videos removed from Instagram? Like, is there a way to go back and um, yeah. like uh, go, go through Instagram and say, hey, why the fuck was this taken down? Anyway, we were cool. And then he just was hating on the poor old buttsman for some reason. Anyway, and... Um, and yeah, he he was uh, he in the he posted the video and the comment section was just like so negative towards him in his own comment section. It was hilarious. Yeah. People just hated his guts, and that made me feel good on the inside. So I didn't need to do anything public. But um, I think I think a lot of his followers have 
turned on him after some of the you know the stuff that he's done and obviously because he changed his content he's not allowed to go out and people whinge and you know they all it's like any you know you have an audience and you have following they all think they get to say what you do and what you say sure um but unfortunately that's not the case but yeah, like you said like there's no people can have an input but you can't yeah. just uh do exactly what people say like you have to have some creative control and I, I see that he's doing a podcast, which is cool, you know, and he's doing, I'm, oh, yeah. he was doing it with some other dude, like just some random dude. I'm sure he just pulled off the streets or, you know, yeah, he went yeah. to juvie with or something. And, uh, you know, that's fine. Like, you know, you do your thing. Um, but uh, I'm a busy man. Leave me out of it. It's basically okay. uh, right. got an empire to run. You're mad dog. Have you, have you subscribed to, have you had a look at his, have you seen his dick? No, yeah. Someone oh. sent me a, uh, a screen record of him punching his dick. you fucking seen it? You've seen it? I've seen his dick. You've fucking seen it. What do you reckon? Is it all right? Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, I mean, it's, it's pretty, um, it's, it's a lot like him. It's, it's skinny, it's bony. It's, uh, it, it looks like it belongs in the slammer and I'm sure if he turned around and showed his asshole off after being in prison for six months, uh, that would be also quite big. So, well done, Luke. Uh, you're killing it, big fella. But um, no, I, I, I don't have any will, ill will to anyone, uh, Powerfish. I, uh, I don't really want to have beefs with people because we don't really yeah. disagree on anything, me and him. We don't really disagree with anything at all. We're just like... Well, have you even met the guy? No. No. Oh, well, there you go. See, and, then, and this is what comes back to social media, internet... Everyone's a lot different in front of the camera. Of course. You know, you know, in real life, they're totally different. And um, I don't think, I don't think that he's like he is on in real life compared to what he is online. No, I think no. that's just... And, and nor are you, nor are you and, and nor am I. And that's why yeah. I do podcasts so people can get to know that I'm not just some crazy dude that just screams at the camera. Yeah. But well, you're just making content and that's all it is. And... Um, you know, you, you've got to do unique stuff to stand out. Yeah. Um, you, you've got to be different. And that's the big key. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people that try and be a somebody on the internet and they just, unfortunately, they never make it. Um, because it, it isn't, it's not for everyone on the internet. And um, I don't even know what I'm talking about. But yeah, well, <laughs> just keep, keep going and whatever. Yeah. No, thanks, bro. <laughs> You're up there with. Some... But anyway, yeah, whatever. Look, that Luke Irwin dude. I got no. I got no fucking beef. With me. I got nothing. Just fucking. You said you wanted you know, to destroy him. On the phone. I, I wanted to right. fucking suck him dry. I wanted to suck his cock, and <laughs> you know. But like, whatever. I've I've got his cock printed up on my wall right now. I don't give a fuck. You know. Oh, what I was going to anyway. say. I did see his dick. He was in a video. He had an erect penis, and he was punching it, saying, "This is Isaac Butterfield." No, he fucking did not. Yeah, I swear. I'll send you the video. What? Hmm. I don't know why he did that, but it's... And he posted that on OnlyFans. It's definitely one of the best call-outs that anyone's ever done about anyone. Like, Holy punching fuck. your own dick. Like, there's no right doubt. Now. Like, I would be very embarrassed if, if photos of my penis were surfaced on the internet because I'm sure they're out there. And like, well, I, it, depends I on what, it depends what you're rocking down there, you know? If you're rocking nah, there's not fucking... much. It, it does. It's, oh, a, it's not much? It's all right. Like, yeah. it's like, I would, if it was good, would you care? Like, if it was outrageously good? No. I remember there was this yeah, one dude, good. his name was Wade, and I played footy with him. I'm sure he won't, make, won't be upset for me saying this, but Wade Daly was his name. And he had the biggest, like, oh, I got a can of deodorant here. It was like three of those stacked on top of each other. This is when we were 16. And he'd shower yeah, after yeah. footy games next to all of us. And we're like, what the fuck? I haven't even got pubes, mate. What are you rocking? Like, that's outrageous. That's like a te that's like a SpaceX rocket. Did Elon Musk build that motherfucker? That is oh, outrageous. Yeah. yeah, look, some people are blessed. But no, I've got I've got the I've got the Goldilocks penis. It's not too small, okay. it's not too big, it's just right. Okay. All right, okay, yeah. fair enough. Oh, yeah, not bad. yeah, well, I, I myself, I'm not rocking too much. I'm, no. Um, no, I'm, I've, actually, I've actually got fuck all happening down there. You don't, want a, you don't want a big dick. It gets in the way. Yeah, look, I Other think the things. pros and cons, you know, I'd rather just be the bloke that's in the shadows with the small dick. I'll just be that bloke, you know. <laughs> <laughs> nah, give me a big fucking cock. I love fucking... I walk around naked everywhere. I'd love to have a big Johnson mate swinging it around, fucking yeah, yeah. Oh. 
You would. Like that testosterone, mate, you're fucking unstoppable. Unfuckable, unstoppable, just fucking. Because dudes are, like, I got to the point, I was really, when I started playing, um, like, men's rugby league, like, when I was 18, grade sort of stuff. I was nervous about having my pants off in the shower, right? And we had a rule in our club, the Dudley Magpies, if you didn't take, if you weren't nude in the shower, you got fined a carton. So everyone was nude. And, and some of the boys, like, as I got older, I was just like, oh, who gives a fuck? I was just like, we'd have Mad Mondays where you're naked at the pub. It's all good. One of the blokes yeah. used to, his, his main party trick was he, uh, there was two of them, Toddy Rod and uh, who was the other bloke? Uh, maybe Benny Rod or something like that. These blokes, they used to nail their nut sacks to pieces of wood. Yeah, right. Yeah. They used in to the shower. No, not in the showers. That's dangerous, mate. Don't be ridiculous. They would nail. This was at the pub. They get like a, uh, they get a nail from. I don't know where the fuck they pulled a nail from. Probably for some someone's you, one of the tradies that played, and they would. Yeah. Uh, they'd heat it up with a with a with a lighter, so they'd kill all the bacteria, and then they get their mm-hmm. nutsack and they'd spread it out over the table or or a piece of wood. We don't want to destroy the table at the pub, and then they'd slowly just tap it in. Just tap. Tap taparoo and tap yeah, that right. little nail into the scrotum, well, into their scrotum, and yeah, uh, yeah. And, and nail it to the piece of wood. And then they'd like then just what? let the wood dangle. And then what? Well, that was it. Everyone just went, Yeah, nice. Now pull it out. <laughs> yeah, but then one mad Monday, one of the boys who did it, it was in the afternoon. Everyone's blind, everyone's off, off their head on gear and shit. And they hit, they hit, a, they hit not a nerve. They hit a uh, hit a vein, and then bloods just start spraying. We went, into, uh, someone went. I think I went to the toilet later, and there was blood all over the bowl. It was outrageous. Uh, it was just, uh, it was one of those situations where you go, Jesus, was that really worth it for a high fry from one of your mates? Like, please don't know. Well, when you're young, together. when you're young, it is. When you're young, it is. It fucking is. You do anything just to get mm. the approval of the boys. I know. How's the what are you doing now? now? Do you play? You don't play footy anymore? Ah, man, I got too many head knocks, and I, I've got this weird epilepsy thing where uh, head knocks makes it worse. So, I, uh, which oh. is not another one of the reasons why the boxing sort of just doesn't really tickle my fancy. Is it? It. Uh, so you still you still training and stuff? Yeah, I train. Um, uh, not so much since Corona. Uh, like I I train six days a week in the gym, being huge and lifting heavies, and uh, probably two days a week. Uh, boxing or kickboxing and that type of stuff. Uh, since Corona, I've uh, been doing. I think there's. I missed the last two weeks, but before that, I was I was regular at the boxing gym. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm. I I think I could fight, but I don't. I don't want to. I, I don't think I'm. No, I'm nowhere near good enough. Nowhere near good enough to fight. And I don't. I wouldn't want to go in there and make a dick of myself. So. Um, yeah. You are pretty. You know, you're pretty tall and you. You're pretty. You know. I'm pretty jacked. Um, I'm pretty fucking jacked. Yeah, like, like, well, you're not a small dude, you know. No, I, so when I got home from um, overseas last year, and uh, Mrs. Butterfield and Miss and the other Mrs. Butterfield, Zach Wild was, uh, we were over in Amsterdam, and um, well, we went to Amsterdam, we went to Rome, and we went through the UK and toured. I came back and I was 125 kilos, like I'd put on a oh, bit. Wow. Yeah, I'd put on a bit, um, but I'm six foot eight, uh, so you know. Probably my 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 weight would probably be around 110 that I'm aiming for. Anyway, so th- yeah. this, this entire year, I've been on a really strict ketogenic diet. So mm-hmm. right now, we're we're filming this on Monday, and it's two o'clock. I haven't eaten yet, and I won't oh, eat wow. about three o'clock. Or I might go to the gym beforehand and then eat when I get home. And I eat for about you know, in, in a six-hour window, so to speak. And then for the for the remainder of the day, I don't eat through to the next day at like three o'clock. So there's a, there's a large fasting uh, window of that. And I feel fine. You know, that's some days... Torture. It's not bad. So today I'm, I'm going to train legs. And my split at the gym is uh, Monday is... I've changed it recently. Monday I train legs. Tuesday I train uh, chest, shoulders and triceps. And then, uh, and then Wednesday is uh, uh, back and biceps. And then I repeat the process and throw in some boxing in between that. Now... That has been instrumental in getting to me where I am now. So I'm down to 113 at the moment. And once I get to about 108, I'll, re-inc- I'll incorporate uh, carbohydrates back into my diet and then try to start lifting a lot heavier. But by training like that, 
I've been able to go from not only, I was only able to bench press like 80 kilos. Now my PB is at 130, which I'm really happy with. Um, particularly having long arms, like being six foot eight, it's hard to, to push uh, that, that further. Uh, deadlifting 200 and all that type of shit. So that's where I, I want to be. And I'm actually able to squat now. By, by, yeah, right. I, I could never squat. And I, I used to, if you go below parallel like that with your knees and your pelvis, I would lose, if I went below that, I would lose all power and couldn't get back up. So I, I started using a bench. And by, by using that as a reminder to come back up, I've been able to actually squat. So it's, it's, it's not like the best squat in the world, but it'll do. So through all of that, um, been able to build muscle. And I've got this little um, like track thing, uh, a little electromagnetic, whatever. It sends like a pulse through your body and reads like your fat mass and all that type of stuff. I think I went from 22, uh, the body fat percentage, 22 or 23. And now it's at like 15 or 16, which is great. So um, I want to stay around that, oh, drop a little bit more and then just keep going. So I, I treat it as part of the job. You know, I ride in the mornings or I film in the mornings and then I train in the afternoons. And I tell you what, the number one thing, and I, I might even put this out on my website, was the, the, the workout regime with the split that I wrote. And I use people like Jeff Nippard, who's a, who's a trainer online. Uh, he's got a great YouTube channel. You can get all his stuff for free on there as well, which is really, really handy on YouTube. And uh, he uses all the scientific sort of approach to, to training, which is really cool. And I sort of looked at his, made my own little adjust, adjustments and put that in my notes section in my phone. So every time I go, I know what I could do now, what I could do next. And also by writing like, okay, last week on, on, on bench, I was doing, you know, three sets of four, quite heavy, 85% of your one rep max or whatever it happened to be. This week, we're going to tone it down. We're going to uh, do sets of 12 and we're going to do a lighter weight and focus on form and, and contracting that particular muscle. Anyway. Um, oh, you're, deep, bro. you're fucking deep into this shit. Hey, well, I, I just want to get fucking jacked, bruds. But you fucking do you really want to get jacked, bud? Get on the fucking roids. I'd love to get on the roids, man. I was taking peptides there for a while a couple of years ago, but I didn't see much change. They were more aerobic uh, peptides, though. So I, I don't know. But the um, there's always a possibility. Get the fuck up. Why, why aren't you back getting back jacked? Jacked back. My back end's getting jacked back every fucking second night. What are you talking about? <laughs> nah, look, mate. It's um, it's a he 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 said she had said sort of game, you know. So whatever that means. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> but nah, look, hey, the powerfish. He's having a good time. Well, see, my my issue, right, was I was eating too much food when I... Because I, I dropped 35 kilos three or four years ago. I went from oh. 130... Oh, no, what was it? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah, be yeah, more yeah, I than 35. Anyway, I got down to 94, which for me was really skinny. Like, I look fucking... I look like I had AIDS. Anyway. Um, and what I noticed was that was right around the time... So I started to put weight back on, but that was right around the time that I had really bad panic attacks and really bad anxiety when I had that spell for about two years where it wasn't under control. And one of the things, the only thing that could make me calm of a nighttime when I wasn't busy was eating. So I was just eating way too much at night and way too many calories. So I wasn't really eating too much during the day. It was at nighttime. I was snacking and it was the only thing keeping me calm. So you do that for two years and you you just pack it on you know, incorporate that with uh, being on the road for two years and also, you know, eating shit food when you're out because there's not much you can get at 10 o'clock at night because you don't want to eat before a show because you're going to feel crook on stage and it slows you down because your body's processing all the food and, uh, you know, and the only thing open uh, after 10 o'clock or whenever you get off stage and you, you do the meet and greet and say hello to everybody, the only thing available mm. is, is, is Maccas or, or takeaway or whatever. So, you know, you throw all that shit in and, you know, drinking, if you're drinking a couple of nights a week, which I was being on stage, uh, not drinking a lot. I don't drink a lot, but, you know, having yeah. one or two beers on stage, you might have one or two after, you know, there's four beers that starts to add up if you're doing it week and week and week out. hundred oh, um, percent. So all of those things, and I just slowly started to put the weight back on uh, alongside one of the medications I take for epilepsy. Apparently that puts weight on. And I'm slowly weaning myself off that under doctor's uh, supervision at the moment. So maybe that's why I'm I'm dropping weight pretty quick now as well. 
So, I mean, I just want to be in the best possible shape I can uh, just because it's, it's something to focus on. It's something to do. That's not yeah. uh, writing and it's not stand up and it's not arguing with people, you know, it's, it's, it's a battle within your own mind, if you will. But, um, yeah. man, and, and it's great for, it's great for people with anxiety and great for people with depression and stuff like that. Not that I, I don't, I don't have depression, but I do have that ongoing thing with, with anxiety that's linked to the old epilepsy thing. And, and I know, and we've spoken about this before on the podcast, so it's not divulging any new information. I know you have your issues with, with mental health problems as well, and you're very yeah. open about that. And I think it is such an important and integral part of anyone's mental health uh, recovery plan or how they cope with it is, is training on a daily basis. Yeah. And um, no, I think you're right there. 100%. And how, are you, how, how are you doing personally anyway? Yeah, look, I'm just doing it day by day. Um, uh, you know, I still uh, struggle in an ongoing battle. Um, but, you know, it's uh, like I always say, this is the life that I've been given. And yeah. um, unfortunately, I've got to live with it. You do. Um, there's, there's no other way about it, you know. So just got to make the best of what it is. And, you know, I'm lucky to come across this whole social media thing because, um, you know, it definitely helps with my, my, my issues, you know, talking to people and, um, you know, kind messages or, you know, um, some comedy sort of stuff. You have a laugh and um, it gives me something to focus on. And, you know, it's, it's just, yeah, it's, it's good, you know. So yeah, just, it is. It's a good outlet. And you're helping people with their issues as well. Not only are you talking about it, you're making, like, I think with, with men's mental health particularly, which is something that we have both focused on um, over the years, that there's not so much a stigma anymore that it exists, but there's a stigma in treating it. You mm-hmm. know, you are if you go to the doctors and you are suffering from debilitating depression or anxiety and they say you need to see a, a psychologist, you know, that's still looked down upon. And that's yeah. still seen as like, oh, I don't need to do that. I'm not crazy. And yeah. what if that psychologist uh, says, well, you need to go on an antidepressant or an anti-anxiolytic drug. Um, mm-hmm. That's seen as like, holy shit, I'm mental, I'm crazy. And it's just not yeah. the truth. Yeah, it's pretty overwhelming for sure, hundred percent. It's not, um, you know, it'd be a lot easier if it was a faster process, but that's the the process that um, our, you know, our health, whatever you want to call it, takes. So you go to a doctor, you go on a mental health plan, you see a psychiatrist, you see a psychologist, um, you know, and then it, it's sort of ongoing from there. But um, unfortunately, that's the way it's got to be done, and it is it's definitely overwhelming for some people that are just new to it 100 percent. and you think like when i was really new to it i thought i was going crazy i thought i was going to end up in a mental institution like locked up uh i was worried i had schizophrenia why because i was working with people who had schizophrenia at the time i was a carer and i was like oh what if that's me and all these crazy things that that anxiety does to your mind it starts to you know go worst case scenario constantly and um yeah. and that's that's where i was sort of at at that point and uh, if you don't have a strong uh you know support network whether it's family or friends or partners or whatever around you you know you can quickly slip into um into a very dark place and 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 a lot of people don't come out of it thankfully we no, both no. have you know we both have um uh, outlets and 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 we've we've received help and all that type of stuff and it does get easier and it does get better and there are worse days and better days and all that type of stuff and as you said and you constantly have said uh, throughout this podcast is day by day you know mm. if you start looking at yourself saying oh why do I feel like this today and yesterday I was feeling shit and oh my god I'm losing it that's the wrong way to look at things. Yeah, or that, you know, you think, oh, why me? Look at them, look at their life. But you don't realise that how many people out there are actually struggling with mental health issues, you know? Yeah. It's very rare to find someone that has no issues, nothing. Man, people are so fucked up, like in the head, everyone. I, Mm. I think you would struggle to find someone that isn't a mess. 
but right. they, you know, and even with when, when you're a kid and you, you look at adults and you think, oh, they've got their whole life together. Like th that's a charade. Most adults have got no fucking idea what's going on. They're just taking it day by day. And it's mm -hmm. the same with mental health. People are just like, like, you know, you can look at my early videos on YouTube and I look like I'm some, you know, like a, a funny dude and I'm yelling and carrying on and jovial. Whereas in the back of my mind, at that point in my life, I was a mess. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you can't uh, see it. You can't see it. It's fucking invisible. And um, yeah, it's it's tough. And, and it stems from a lot of different situations. Like just, just yesterday, like uh, I was, you know, it can come from, um, uh, you know, traumatic events. And, and like just yesterday, right, I was up uh, watching my brother make his first grade debut up at the local um, local footy club central in Newcastle there. And there was a young fella who um, what appeared to have happened, and it may have changed by the time this podcast comes out. He, he's okay. Well, he's apparently okay now. Um, he went into what uh, he was tackled on the ground and then got up, played the ball and then collapsed. And um, he, one of, one of my mates, uh, who's my physio as well, tended to him and was laying on the ground next to him and no one saw him sort of collapse, but I saw my mate tending to him on the ground as the medical guy uh, rubbing his chest. I was like, what is going on here? Anyway, panic ensues. People start yelling for the defibrillator and there's a crowd of like, this is a young fit dude. And there's a crowd of, you know, maybe a couple of hundred people there. Um, his poor mother runs out into the field and she faints and screams and, and everyone's just in shock. Like this is a traumatic experience that all these people um, people had. Now they start doing CPR and they eventually get him back. And then, you know, by the end of it, when I was leaving, um, there was, I went to go see if my brother was, if he was okay, because it was his friend. It was just crazy. Um, and the poor kid's family, and I fucking hope he's okay. I, I, I messaged my brother this morning and said, if there is anything that we can do, like raise money or whatever, please let me know. This only happened yesterday. So who knows where that's going to go. But yeah. for everyone involved, that is a traumatic experience that can change the course of your life, particularly for yeah. people, but even people who were there, who were friends. Like you've got yeah. um, a group of footballers standing around watching their mate, one of their front rowers, the, the tough guy on the team, who's mm. just gone down, succumbed to something that he can't control. Yeah. And man, that, that, that can change, that can ruin someone's life, that can... Uh, strengthen a person or it can uh, wreck a person. And I yeah. think it's, it's, it's important to be able to, when you do experience something like that, reach out and make sure that the people around you who also witnessed it uh, are okay. And if you're not okay, then you go mm -hmm. to the, the doctor and you get help because yeah. there is no, there's no weakness in that. If you don't do that, it will make you a weak person. You need to address these issues as, as they come out at you and uh and i really hope that um i hope that the young man's okay uh, i know he's gone into surgery now and he's he's in a coma but man it was crazy you know to mm. be there and and i was i came home and i was by myself and i was just like what have i just witnessed you know that, that was from one second this this young kid's playing footy he's killing it he's on debut as well and then the next minute he's on the ground and everyone in the stadium is crying mm. Ugh. It was fucking yeah, and, and, and you're right, walking around and you're running into people you know and everyone's just in disbelief. This poor young kid has, has gone through this uh, situation and uh, like you, you, leave, you leave those things wondering how that affects his family, how that affects him. You know, if he pulls through, he's going to have for the rest of his life that, ex, that, ex, that a fear that, oh my God, I could collapse again because that's what went through my head when I started having these seizure things. You, and people with epilepsy are, are very similar. They are constantly fearful of just going into an epileptic fit because you can't tell when they're happening. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a, it's a real fear. But I mean, in saying all that, you know, life is, life is frugal and life is uh, forever, you know, death is always waiting around the corner for all of us and you just can't, I guess you can't live in that, in that thought we're not really we're not really educated on death um you know it's inevitable it's always going to happen we know it but we're never ready for it um 
you know, your, your father or your mother or your sister or your brother or your uncle, someone dies, it rattles the fuck out of you. Um, and I don't know, if maybe if we were educated a bit more on that um, in our youth, that death is just a normal part of life. Um, unfortunately, we can't live forever. Mm. Um, I know, in, you know in some cultures, when you go to a funeral, it is really common for people to scream and cry and hit the ground and wail and really let their emotions fly. Whereas Mm -hmm. in Australia or in Western culture, that doesn't happen. You go to a funeral, you have to try and keep it together. Mm -hmm. You know, people are choking back tears. Whereas in these other countries, they let it all fly out, men and women and children screaming, crying, the worst day of their lives. But they let that go. And then when the funeral's over, they all go and have a big party and celebrate the person that's passed away. Mm. Uh, I think that just makes more sense. And it seems like it's a more human thing to do. Makes sense. But talking about the, um, the mental health stuff, um, I think that now, obviously, with social media, it's, uh, it's definitely pushed across more. Um, you know, I've also noticed that, um, which is a good thing, that, you know, people are talking about mental health a lot, um, you know, and it may be because it's a trend. Um, some people doing it for the wrong reasons and, you know, I'd never call out these people, but, you know, I'm not stupid and I, you know, I know these people don't give a fuck about anyone but their bank account, um, you know, and, but at the same time, I don't care because they're doing it for the right reasons, the wrong reasons, it doesn't matter, it's still getting pushed out there um, and, and, that, and that's what it needs, but, you know, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. I think I was just talking, yeah, I don't know. I think I was just talking about fucking people that really don't give a fuck acting like they give a fuck. Yeah, it's, trend. it's trendy. It's like, yeah. you know, to, to use my old man's sort of uh, lingo, it's a trendy thing to do. It's the in thing. Yeah. Everyone's got yeah. anxiety. Everyone's depressed. And there's a difference between being anxious and being nervous. And there's a difference between being depressed and being sad. You know, and I think a lot of people sort of just, it's its a cool thing to be anxious and it's a cool thing to be depressed. And, and in reality, when you do suffer from those afflictions, it's not cool at all. It's the worst thing that's going on in your life. But um, yeah, man, I, I think more, more often than not, people are now receiving help, uh, and particularly during co- coronavirus, like suicide rates are through the fucking roof. Mm-hmm. No one talks about that. More people have no. died from suicide in Australia this year than coronavirus, and yet no one gives yeah. a shit. Yeah. So anyway, I don't. I don't want to dwell on something as heavy as, as as mental health in this episode because we have talked about it before. But um, mm. I guess the way to end it is just say, go and get some fucking help. Mm. If you're out there and you are struggling, go and get some help, and don't stop fucking fighting because that's mm. whether you're male or female or everything in between, you will find an answer eventually as you get older. You will start to work things out and it's like going to the gym. You can't do shit the first day you're there. You can't get better. The only thing that will heal is time and it'll take a lot of time and you might fail a lot, but you will get there in the end. And uh, that's what keeps us all going, I guess. Fucking uh, yeah, But anyway. Yeah, no. Oh, did you see that new video I did last night? The gave away that boat. No, I haven't seen it yet. What? What? You've been giving away a lot of shit. You've been doing some good things. Didn't you see it? You don't even watch my shit. I'm busy. Turn the alerts the fuck on and get on it. Oh, is that what? So you gave away a boat? Who? What boat? Yeah, I went. I went and bought a fucking boat. Um, and we went out on Father's Day yesterday, and I just said, "Fuck, I'm gonna go try find a father and son fishing off a jetty or a bank that don't own a boat and rock up and go, hey, you want a boat? Really? Give them the boat." Yeah. I'll um so I'll, I'll jump on your old YouTube. And mm, so that was that was really good to do something like that, you know. But, uh, hang on. There you are. I still can't yeah, work out I still can't work out how to get rid of this fucking bullshit on the side, but anyway. There you are. I won't play the whole thing. Too long. No, I won't play the whole thing. Look at you, you're getting ads and everything. Oh, they did put ads on it. Wow. Yeah, we're going to skip them. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, revenue. 
<laughs> so yeah, so you oh there you are. Hey, there I am at the boat yard. I bought the boat there. They were kind. They were very kind people there. Um, unfortunately, yeah, they were great. Did they? Unfortunately. Yeah, I was about to say unfortunately, but I don't know what I was saying. <laughs> you just you just went along and just found a random father and son and gave it away. Okay, pretty much. I put the boat in. I was cruised around. I pissed some guy off that had his fishing line out, got caught around my fucking face and my neck. He had a cat bell on the end of his rod to, you know, so they know when the fish are biting. Yeah. And he came, what are you fucking doing? I'm like, move your fucking line and blah, blah. And he blew up. I threw a chook at him. Um, and then I was driving. I couldn't find anyone. I found old people. I'm like, fuck, this is hard. And the boat was so slow. Like I can't travel fucking, you know, kilometers. Um, Went to one jetty and I was going to give it to one bloke and he was kind of being a smart ass about it. It seemed that way anyway. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But I was just like, nah, fuck this guy. I left him and, and went across the river and seen a father and a son fishing. And then I was like, hey, you want a boat? And they're like, yeah, I want a boat. I was like, come get it. It's yours. Okay, that's not, you are the David Dobrik of Australian YouTube. You're giving away boats. You're fucking giving away chalks. That's what makes me feel good. That's what helps with my mental health and stuff like that. You yeah. know, it really does. Um, at the end of the day, money's money. Money comes, money goes. Um, but these memories that I'm creating for myself and them, they last forever. And I think that's more important than money. Like I've never, I've never come across this much money um, ever in my life um, from starting this whole thing. And, you know, what good is it? sitting in my bank account you know i just i'd rather go out there and fucking you know give it or give it back to the community because it's the money that's been given to me is from my followers and for me doing these gifts it's great it's for all of us and it makes these people that buy a shirt or a brag mat or a hat or whatever they know that they contributed to something like that yeah um and, I know, think that is the way to support people you enjoy on the internet is to jump on and grab their merch. I'm wearing yours right now. What have I got? Um, the bust up. I've got it. One of the original digits. <laughs> I fucking love it. I think. Uh, Sorry, go. On. Yeah, like you know, you know what I'm. You know, you whatever. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, Powerfish, thanks for coming on the podcast, my man. I really appreciate you. What the you. fuck? You just cut me off? <laughs> well, you what said you you Huh? You're leaving. All right, we'll keep talking. I thought you had to go to the dentist in 40 minutes. No, I had an appointment at 3 o'clock, but I cancelled it. Why? Well, I was talking to you. Yeah, I was going to bloody sort it out. No, you can't just leave me. Lock me right. in here. I'm all comfortable and fucking want to pull me out. All right. Let's talk, let's talk more about... Let's talk more about the power fish. Um, the power, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but look, hey. What do you got next? What's next for the power fish? I just want to keep doing what I'm doing. I want to keep making people laugh. I want to keep doing the power fish gifts. Um, and I want it to continue for as long as I can, obviously. Um, Have you been next, in any strife with the law recently? Yeah, I've got a court date coming up on the 28th this month. And that's the one for when I accidentally sunk the boat in the car at the boat ramp. Right. Yeah, so they're trying to get me on three different pollution charges. Um, and the police officer, he really does not like me at all, which is fair enough. You know, I don't even like myself sometimes. So whatever, good for him. And um, I've, got a, I've got a great lawyer um, that's going to keep me out of jail. And, you know, I wouldn't mind going to jail for a little bit, but a little holiday would be great. A lot of blokes in there, mate. And, yeah. um, but, you know, no, I don't want to go to jail. But look. Are they trying <laughs> to get you in jail for this? Are they trying to send you to jail? Nah, they're not trying to get me. They're just trying to, you know, they worded it. The, this whole spreadsheet was worded so wrong. They said, you know, he does these pranks and um, cons his not cons, but tells his fans to buy his merch so he can live his lavish lifestyle. And I was like, what the fuck? Lavish lifestyle? What the? 
you know, I'm not on there posting fucking Rolex watches that I'm buying. Fuck what are you, Jeffree Star? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, fuck me. And that's one, I'll tell you, this is one thing that I fucking cannot stand on the internet, on social media, Instagram especially, is people buying expensive things like these watches and rubbing it in people's fucking faces. Fuck you, you dog cunts. I fucking hate that. I bought a Gucci watch for my birthday. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Yeah, you didn't post it fucking online. I didn't. Nah. And if you did, you probably wouldn't be posting it and, and being like, oh, fucking look at me, you know, I'm fucking Gucci watch. Like, you know, fuck, man. Like, your mate, Zach, you know, he, he, mate, I don't know what's going on with that guy. I don't know what kind of salary he's on, but he's making some good money to buy these fucking expensive clothes and shoes and fucking... Mate, I don't know. I'm just you know what? And you know what? I bet he's getting no pussy still from wearing that shit. None. Zero. No. He is Zero. He is the saddest man alive, old Zach Wild. Oh, Mate. you know, I've only I've only met him once, but I love I really like Zach. I think he's a really nice bloke. He he, um You know, I um my management company, Verve, they employed him. And Josh, the, my manager, he was Zach was his fucking hairdresser. And they employed him as a uh, as a dude to just That's sort right. of uh, yeah. What would you say? There he is. There he oh is. my god, he's oh. he's about to hit ten k. Look at the <laughs> yeah, he's about to hit ten k. I said I, I really wanted to make like a big deal for him to hit ten k, and then when he was just about to hit it, I wanted to get everyone, everyone to unfollow him. Everyone to unfollow him, or get everyone to mass report his account so it gets deleted. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But no, there's like, you know, there's us in Italy and he's wearing me merch there. Yeah. That's us at um, bloody, what's it called? Elton John. And there's him on stage at me special. And um, it's with a swim with a dog and it's with a light between his pants. But we met um, just recently, where we are. And we met just re- uh, just like a couple of years ago. I just met him in an airport and there's us with our shirts off. Oh, there's you. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> there's you. <laughs> and we just met at an airport. And uh, like you know, for to to go on tour, yeah. and um, and and yeah, we've become very very good mates, best mates, and been able to travel the world together. And look at this fuck, it's way too much of us. Uh, and there's he, the boys. He's all fucking. He's a shadow. Eh? He's fucking such a shadow. Oh, makes me sick. When we go out, you know, we might go out for a beer nah, but- for a show. And he's talking to girls. No, nah, but I get why that that you're good mates because he's he's were clicked, you know, straight away because he's such a good person. He is. He's a great. Life, so. He's a great dude. And we sort of um, we sort of, you know, we got to know each other really well. And he goes out at nightclubs and stuff, and he tries to talk to chicks and and says, oh, you know, I know Isaac Butterfield, and he forgets that women hate me. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to say it to the blokes. <laughs> Oh, yeah, absolutely. but he does. He gets. He's got a really big gay following. And Zach actually worked. He managed. Oh, he made. I think he was a bartender. He was a bartender at a gay club club for about five years, and yeah, right. uh, he's got a big gay following. Zach, because he's a bit of a bear. He's a round yeah, he mound of um, central man love, and and I think he will find love soon. I hope. Oh, yeah, I hope he does too because he's doing well. But look, Isaac, I just want to um, say thank you for the support. Um, for, now you're you getting know, rid of me. Bring me. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. I just want to say thank you for having me on here. And I appreciate the last one, podcast we did together. You know, you reached out to me. Um, you've always been so kind to me, um, even before we actually met each other. And I just want to say thank you for being a, a great guy. And um, yeah, just a big thank you from the fish to you. Hey, thanks, Thank Fish. You. I appreciate it. And I, I love your work and uh, my uh, my family. We all watch your videos. And well, I didn't watch your video last night, but usually I do. And um, mm. we're big fans of the of the fish. And, and thanks for sending me uh, your merch. I wear it to the gym every day. I go there. In fact, I was walking around um, a Katara shopping center the other day, the Westfield there, and it was probably like I went to get my hair cut, get a fresh trim, and. Um, mm fresh cuts for the butts. And uh, there was, I got some strange looks from a lot of people, but I realized that I was wearing your shirt that says pelvis thrasher. Yes. Here is a grown man walking around a shopping center, a six foot eight man with a beard saying pelvis thrasher. 
I went and ordered a coffee at Gloria Jeans and the chick just was like, hello, <laughs> who the fuck are you, dickhead? Yeah, but you're letting them know what's up and you're letting them know that you can thrash the fuck out of any pelvis. And you know what? The, pe the pelvis bone is one of the most strongest bones in the human body. Do you, you know, know that, that for a fact? No, I've just made it up, but it sounds good. <laughs> I, think, I think you could be right. If there's any doctors watching this, which I'm sure there isn't, um, please find out and let uh, the fish know if the pelvis is the strongest uh, muscle in the body. The love muscle. Or bone, rather. But, look, once again, thanks again, Isaac, and um, appreciate you, love you, and uh, how do I um, get jump? How do I get out of here? No, you oh, there it is. Okay. Thanks very much, Isaac. You can't just leave. <laughs> Demask yourself. I can't. Take I your really mask. can't. Why? What's I'm, wrong? Because I'm staying. I, I think I'm just going to stay like this from now on. Why? I want to be 100% mask. All right. Nah, no, nah, not really. But look, I, look, Isaac, I've got to go. I hate to going? leave you. I hate to fuck you. Love to fuck you. I don't Wait. know. I'm just going. Got to go now. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was Willem Powerfish. He is gone. Um, if you want to go check out Willem, uh, his uh, YouTube channel is uh, Willem Powerfish. Uh, and uh, can check out his uh, Instagram. He's a really, really great dude. And, um, you know, he's doing some good things for the world. Um, does some weird things too. Throws frozen chickens at people on boats. And I don't know if that's overly legal. But um, as long as he doesn't hurt anyone, I think he's doing a good thing, old Willem Bowfish. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Uh, if you did, leave it a like. If you didn't, fuck off. And, uh, yeah, share it with your mates because this is a... Uh, we're doing... We're, doing good, we're not bad. Ladies and gentlemen, be a good motherfucker. Peace in the Middle East. Big stinks. I'll see you all very soon. Toodaloo. Off our Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.